Hari Guru Cikgu <laughs> Even though Teacher's Day was yesterday It's not too late to show appreciation on our show today, right Ju? Yes, um, always a good time to show appreciation for our Cikgu Cikgu Yalah, semalam kan cuti hari Ahad So, back in my school days, right If it's a Sunday, that is a Teacher's Day We normally celebrate either on a Friday or a Monday okay. And um, I, I'm a bit bad lah Teachers day, I don't turn up at school. <laughs> but it's only because they always call for an assembly that is like 3-4 hours long. You sit under the sun from 7am to 10am sweating. And then after a while, right, you really don't feel like celebrating anything long. Actually, I don't even remember teachers day in school. I'm worse than you. At least you remember. Okay. What? <laughs> okay, right. So, yeah. So, normally, uh, what happened during teachers day is... I don't go to school, right? I skip school, right? But on days that I really have to go, because uh, after a while, my friends realise that I always skip school during Teacher's Day. They put me... I remember they give me a role. I need to go and perform something or something that wow. I cannot... Like, I cannot escape lah. I'm part of some performance for for the teachers. Wow. But then I always pity the teachers also lah because we all understand teachers also understand what. Right. So like, what kind of celebration is Maybe that's this? why we never celebrated. See, we have mercy on our teachers. Maybe. But then not <laughs> everyone, not every school um has, I would say, open assembly like ours. Uh, because ours is like really big. So uh, the hall does not fit all six forms of us. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So no memories at all for Teacher's Day celebration? Not, not while I was in school. But, Actually, after school, I remember there was a time uh, where some newspaper came and asked for my teacher memories. And I do have a lot of teachers who made a huge impact in my life. Um, so I actually went to look for my A-levels teacher. I went, yeah, I went to look her up and said, hey, teacher, I want to... I'm talking about you lah in this next day. She was so happy, you know. She like, could see her beaming <laughs> from ear to ear. That was really nice. I think sometimes it's... Yeah, while you're in school, you remember your teachers, of course. But it's like when, when you've grown up and you remember them, um, that would be the best gift lah. If you, you, know, you, you do something or you make them proud of, you know, those years that they invested in you. Yeah, yeah, I guess if I'm a teacher, I feel like then uh, it's not default celebration. It's like yeah, uh, yeah. very meaningful kind of celebration. Right, like people still remember you, you know, many years after. Yeah, I suppose so. It's very hard to celebrate someone who's there all the time. I mean, during school days. It's like, <laughs> marah, today can I celebrate? <laughs> and then you're thinking, oh no, the homework I didn't finish. Oh no, what's going to happen yeah. now? <laughs> yeah, 101 things, right. So it's a, I think it's a very different experience when you're in a different setting, so to speak. But yeah, I, I was really thinking about our friends, our teachers' friends. I think the biggest group of teachers' friends we have is either in Tamalo, which is mm. all bunch of teachers there, yeah. retired now, or um, the whole bunch of teachers at Kapit. It's like yeah. a whole group of them. The ones in Kapit actually very young. Very, very surprised young. when we met them. Like, wow, and they're all teachers. 
Uh, so semangat teachers, I mean, uh, semangat as in like, if you remember Jesse, right? Yes. From all our travels this past few years, right? Every teacher's day now, somehow, someone, some teacher from somewhere in the country just pops into my mind. <laughs> and Jesse is one of the one that is um, very prominent because we get to spend an entire school yeah. day with her. And it's, it was a day to remember. I've never been to school like that before. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the shock on my eyes eh, when, she, when she arrived to pick us up to go to school. And they're like, yeah. Kenapa cikgu pakai baju sukan tapi tak macam baju sukan? Like, you know, the teacher, teachers are always dressed really pretty. Their baju kurung. Everything like very nice one, you know. That's true, right? Somehow. Yeah, so when, when Jessie picked us up to go to the um, ferry, what, uh, terminal... Yes. And then you meet the rest of the teachers who are taking the boat yes, together yes. and they all pakai shorts and I'm like what's so going on? Confused. And here am I making sure that I wear long pants and long ones so that I appear in school proper. Yeah. And then the next thing I know is like oh sebab kami naik boat nanti basah ba. Yes. Yes. So okay. So we took we got into this long boat and okay in case you're wondering what this long boat is about it's actually very um, it's not a very tall boat Right, so if you just put down your hand, you're literally touching the water already, like a sampan, but even kind of shallow is not the word, but shallower than that. Yeah. Right, and all the teachers were sitting in one row. I remember just stepping onto the boat already. It's like oh, uh, imbalance. You I, might just I? stop it over. Yeah. So it's that kind of small long boat. Okay, don't think a long boat like a long house. <laughs> it was probably like a like a twenty feet times one point five feet kind of dimension. And then uh, you see them sitting in a row and yep. then we sat with them and then there it goes. Every day, you go to school, you sit the boat, uh, rain or shine with the water splashing on your face or not, <laughs> depending on the weather. 20 minutes boat ride to a place that is at the riverbank. There's no other things there but a school that's it. So everyone mm-hmm. who goes to school either take a boat or they stay at this um, isolated riverbank space where the school is. Yeah. Yes, yes. So rain or shine, that's the only way to go. Actually... Not even rain or shine. If there's no rain, you might have low water levels and, and you then you might have crocodiles. to tarik sampan. <laughs> yeah. I remember she told us sometimes there are crocodiles. Like, you know, they're just sunbathing there and then you're like... Uh. So scary. But yes, I think that's quite interesting. One of the uh, most interesting school that I've been to, uh, not only because of the experience, but how how the school operates um, being so different from other other more privileged school, I suppose. I mean, there's no electricity in the school. Yeah, electricity only comes on uh, at a certain time, right? Well, so... when the generator turns on from 9 to 11. Um, so you can imagine, right? Just now you're talking about Cikgu Jessie, right? So she would like, charge up all her power bank, all her phone, all her laptop, everything, sudah charge, kau kau, uh, and then take a boat that might make your equipment all wet That's or true, not, man. and then go to school, and then after that, say, okay, everybody, sit down, okay? Projector now start, okay? You got 50 minutes before I run out of battery or whatever. I mean, that kind of a teaching and learning experience is so refreshing in a way. Remember they put their gadgets all in one corner of the, no of line. the corridor? And that was the only place that you might receive messages. Yeah, one bar. <laughs> so yeah. Quite See, the things that teachers go through, and some of them actually stay there the entire week uh, because it's a boarding, they have boarding facilities yeah. as well. Uh, we actually see where the kids stay you know and it's very communal isn't it they stay together they share their resources um because of the lack of resources uh in the school so whatever this teacher has she would share it with the other teachers correct that's really special uh. yeah uh oh i also remember so remember we were walking and then we saw all these medals 
Oh yes, and you're thinking like this school in the middle of nowhere got a lot of medals. Yeah, I was like, wow, terror. I mean, is this just for the school? Can't be right. Then they say, yeah, yeah, we're doing quite well. We've been winning. Um, was it district or state competitions? State competitions. Sepak tak throwe dari Sarawak. I never thought of it. I really never thought of it. Yeah. So okay. So then after that, I'm like, wow, these kids are. You know, I want to see them train and all that lah. And then we walk out, and the place that they train the. Sepat takro court, the it's, most bare court ever. Yeah, seen. it's so just it's literally cement, and then this is just yeah. It's not like some posh. You can know, even championship see that it's already kind of. a homemade, like the garisan and exactly. everything is like so homemade. So I really tabe lah the teachers there. Yeah, you have my utmost respect. <laughs> I think. Uh, all the more I thought of them this year is because of the pandemic and everything. It must mm. have been even more challenging, lah. Yeah, you know, I'm if, sure. because um, it's all technology driven, and come on, one bar at one corner of the school is like, I think it's be very tricky. So I really salute the teachers there this year. I just really think about them, and I was thinking like, how much more challenging can it be? And do you remember were they affected by the floods as well? They, they normally say if there's flood, then, you know, how they're going to Because they're right, yeah, smack, right yeah. smack at the riverbank. So it might be, a, might be a very challenging year for them. But then I could somehow still see all their smiles, though. The teachers, <laughs> like, you know, pushing both together, pulling both together to get to school. I mean, that, that kind of energy is, is just, you kind of know, looking at them, that, you know, no matter how hard it is, these guys are just going to make it through. Just to make sure the kids are, you know, well-taught and well-educated. Yeah. That's well called passion. Yes. So, how about another teacher story? That, another um, teacher story. Okay, we met a teacher in Kukup. Kukup Town in Johor, right? Yep. This teacher quite unique lah. Because uh, he's not a school teacher, he's a tuition teacher. So I think a lot of times right, you celebrate Teacher's Day, right? You forget about tuition teachers. Okay, okay. So we got tuition teacher coming up. But before that, let's play a song.
So that was Chindering by Biju. Wow, I kind of didn't expect this kind of song for Teacher's Day. I mean, what, what made you choose the song? La? Oh, because it was written by Jimmy Boyle and Jimmy Boyle was a school teacher. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. So he taught um, English, history and PE, I think. Oh. <laughs> so the story is, he, I mean, he was a musician. And then this was during the Japanese World War, or Japanese World. This was during the Japanese occupation. Then apparently he was taken in as a prisoner of war, uh, got tortured and all that. Then when he came out, he went back to his old school, St. Xavier's Institution, and yeah, started teaching there. Actually, it's quite interesting how, right, we don't really know our, the background of our teachers. Right? We kind of know that, oh, this is English teacher law, discipline teacher law, garang teacher law, friendly teacher law. But we kind of don't know, like, um, their background or what their interests are. I mean, it's quite... It's something that is like... I don't know, it doesn't surface, does it? It kind of... You only see what they want to show you lah. I guess so lah. Because, <laughs> like, um, like, we have a... A call for submissions last time for mm. writers uh, to submit their story and everything. I remember there's like two or three teachers who submitted and then we kind of picked it and got that published and they're so proud of it but then they never did tell the students like, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like they tell their friends or their, maybe their colleagues, yes, one or, one or two, that kind of thing. But it's not something that they tell people, hey, I'm a published writer now. Right, right. Sometimes we just look at our teachers and we think they are just teachers. I, it's they're just like, teacher they're, like they're forever teachers. La. Yeah, that's the only thing about them, you know, that is interesting. But hey, you never know. These guys might be researchers. Singer-songwriter. Yeah, you know, they might have another life. <laughs> so you should go and find out for your teacher. La. <laughs> so right, this teacher in Kukup that we met, he's very unique la, because he's a tuition teacher. And I think that a lot of the times when we celebrate Teacher's Day, we always forget the tuition teachers because some teachers, right, they only teach tuition, they don't teach in school. That's right, yeah. So I have uh, my BM tuition teacher only teach tuition, don't, don't teach in school. So but we always try to make a point to really celebrate um, during tuition class. La. She's one of the ones who really taught us to write really good essay. Rasia menjadi penulis yang hebat, cari guru tuition yang hebat. Actually, I only had one tuition teacher. That was for Basa. <laughs> he taught me how to pass the exam. La. <laughs> Didn't teach me how to be a writer like Gina. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I wasn't the best Malay writer in class. Okay? Now, consider one of the weakest. But after we graduated, I'm the only one who's still right in PM. Wow. So, I think, yeah, I think um, she probably proud of it. I think. Yeah. Hey, I but, but before we go to the tuition teachers, right? So I had a teacher who gave us extra class for us to do this extra English paper, which I can't remember. Triple one nine. Yes, it was called triple one nine or something. 
uh, which was kind of harder than the yeah, normal, the normal English. English. And this teacher also taught us literature. Yeah, when I went to Form 4, I was adamant that I wanted to do English literature. So, so this teacher, she came back after class uh, and she would teach us yeah, for a whole extra hour. So thank you, Mrs. Mac. Love you. Anyway, back to this amazing teacher that we met in Kukup, uh-huh. which um, we kind of met by accident. We didn't even met by accident. We were in Kukup doing our whole story gathering thing and just checking out the place. And then Kukup is such a small fishing village kind of town. Yeah. Um, everything is the same. Papan, <laughs> papan, rumah papan, and then uh, selling seafood and everything. Tiba-tiba ada satu archery center. Yes, situ. so I remember that. I was like, eh, what's this archery center doing here? And look very youth oriented, right? Very creative and everything. And so let's, let's then, go find out. Let's go find out. Correct. <laughs> So we called up the owner and the owner turned out to be Aoyong, a tuition teacher who is yeah. based in Pontian, about 25 minutes drive away. And we were like, oh, tuition teacher, start a archery centre a bit. Like, you know, like it could be a very usual, but somehow he was he started telling his story and it was nothing usual. No, actually it's not even usual because most, most teachers, I think, would tell your kids, don't go to these kind of places and go and study all the time. Lah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Aoyong... Um, Used to be a businessman, have his own business and stuff like that. And then he's a tuition teacher at the side. So he believes that he have learned business the hard way. Mm. It's like making all the loss, the money loss, the investment and everything else. Because nobody tell him how to do business and things like that. So when he have a batch of students in Kukup, and they seem to be like doing, uh, you know, besides studying and then fishing and nothing else, right? So he's like trying to encourage them to say, okay, if you want to do something to change the town, what will you do? Right. How do you attract your own youngsters, your own peers to stay in town and not like go and loiter somewhere else because, you know, there's nothing much in town. Yeah. Right? So they say, oh, we would actually, you know, like to have some entertainment, you know, somewhere healthy to just hang out and chat and stuff like that. And he, this tuition teacher, encouraged them, okay, let's just do that, you know. So together with them, he opened up an archery place and then he encouraged them to think about like, okay, so uh, how to do your archery center? Mm. How do you run the business? How do you operate? How do you um, create things to save money? It's, It's all like a... Like, I would call him a life coach, tuition teacher kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. he's teaching all these life skills that yeah. um, you don't learn in school. Like a hands-on mentor on entrepreneurship kind of thing, right? Yeah. And, and he kind of took them in as partners, right? Like shareholders. Yes, yes. Like, he said they are my partners. And yeah, I, I really like how it started by, you know, it's like, you know, I go and suss them out and see who would be interested. And these kids, I mean, some of them were in their major years, you know, from four, from five. Um, but actually... Not just for the entrepreneurship training. I think it was also good for generally the kids who were living in Kukup. Because I remember there was a kid um, from four, I think, from five. Remember she was on a bicycle and she was ferrying us from the coffee shop to where we were staying. Just come, 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 I take you. And then I said, so today you are very free. Because I remember clearly she was from five. She said, yeah, I know after school, I go tuition, then I do homework, then I come in and got nothing to do already. So you could see it's like really nothing to do. And the fact like she saw us hanging around and she's like, hey, let's get to know these two people who don't look like the regular tourists. And you could see that a place like that gave them something to like a hangout. Lah. Yeah, yeah hangout. So interesting. I mean, um, just the idea itself makes me wonder that how many other teachers out there are making a difference in their community outside of the school. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, like um, in a school setting, you still learn things, but it's more academic. Mm-hmm. 
or sports driven or something like that. Yeah. But business skill, life skill, yeah. these are things that you kind of need to learn um, outside of school, so to speak. That's true. That's true. And I was in, actually in touch with him recently and he said, you know, the archery place didn't work out. So I think they've already closed. But it doesn't matter because it was an experience for them. And it, the students walk away with business skills. Exactly. And it gave the, the youth a taste of what it might be like. Like, hey, actually, we can do something different to invigorate our town. And I think, you know, no matter how long it lasts, whether it becomes an empire, if it just lasts for a year, it's still an amazing thing. I think Pontian, Kukup and Pontian, Kukup is in Pontian. Pontian is a nice place to be a student because you have passionate teachers like that and then you have a nice landscape to grow up with. And then uh, I will so always remember that uh, there's so many, um, how to say, special, special looking school. Not special school. Ah. Okay, lah, special school juga lah too. But not OKU special, tapi special for normal people like uh, the, the school up at the Rainforest yes, Treehouse. Yes, that was the school too, wasn't it? It was, they had preschool. Then they had young, year one, year two. Yeah. So okay, this, this next story that I will tell you, it also happens in Pontian. Yes. So in Pontian, there's a lot of rainforest, like mm-hmm. tall rainforest, right? And then um, um, someone had this brilliant idea of building tree houses on the rainforest so that they can actually encourage um, people to come. Like, whether you're Malaysian, non-Malaysian, you come and spend a night, sleep at a tree, tree house and learn more about sustainability and environment and how all this mother nature's thing works. So that was exactly what me and Jurita was going for. <laughs> and then the moment we reached there, Belum night lagi itu bukit Because there's a bit of a bukit to climb A hill to climb You see kids running down with the school bags Yeah And you're like What just happened? Where did they come from? Is this an outing? You, I, I thought it was like an outing But they had school bags You don't go trekking with school bags, right? Yeah And then we discovered Eh, atas Halfway up the mountain There is a school Inside the treehouse Like on the first floor So that their treehouse got Got the three floors, okay? <laughs> Yeah, so there's this school and then uh yeah the kids actually climb up every morning, um call it exercise, morning exercise. Yeah, warm up, warm up. And then uh, <laughs> study in a tree house that overlooks the beautiful Pontian from the top, you know, like on so top inspirational, of the world. man. Yeah, and then they learn simple, sustainable living. For example, they have recess time with traditional way of fork and spoon and food and stuff like that. Mm. So they kind of learn that and then after school, they climb down. So yeah, quite a happy day. I think I wouldn't mind going to school like that. I mean, if I were a bit thinner and fitter, but I, I should be thinner and fitter yeah, if, if you went I was to that doing school, that every day. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> and I think it also teaches the kids respect and honour, you know, for the environment because you're, you're living in there. And okay, what I remember clearly was all the the infrastructure, so the remember the louver um windows that you could turn to allow yeah. the wind to come in, like the air to come in, depending on where it was blowing from, and you could actually adjust accordingly. You know, I think all that teaches them a lot of creativity as well and respect for our indigenous people, because all these um architectural what do you call that um design. ideas design actually came from our orang asli. Right? So, I mean, imagine if I was a kid that was studying there, I would grow up with endless possibilities in my head. Like, oh, Malaysia very hot. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. Oh, maybe I can do this. So, yeah. Yeah. So, whoever thought of that... The environment is just brilliant. Yeah, kudos to y'all. 
and the teachers la, the teachers is like even the teachers have to go up right carry yeah. all their things up so so you have one teacher crossing rivers to teach and one teacher climbing up hills to teach like climb oh, down the tree to go toilet yeah <laughs> wow anyway I have one more story to share before we end okay okay so um, there's this teacher that um, yeah, I tell you what happened in school uh, last mm. time okay I like to write uh, poetry and I like to write it, uh, you know the desk that we have and I always put the book underneath the desk there's like a drawer or some shelf like that okay. and I write underneath because um, I'm not a very good student I don't concentrate very well okay so I always churi churi to this poetry sementara cikgu mengajar okay and then one day I got caught uh-oh. really badly caught because I was like oh this word I finally found this perfect word to write so I was like really engrossed in that okay. and then uh, suddenly there was this <coughs> and then I was like died did it so <laughs> the teacher caught me writing and I remember she took my poetry book away from me and I I was almost yeah almost in tears because it's like hello poetry not easy right no no everything's in the book everybody take my book you know that kind of stuff and then the whole class I sat through in this whole like Am I getting my book back? My poetry book back? Like, you know, that kind of torture. But she's one teacher that really made a big impact because um, at the end of the class, she actually written my poetry book. Oh, cute. Yeah, and then she said, um, I, sound hope, good. I hope to see you publish one day. Wow. And I went, publish? It didn't even have a chance to answer. Publish means what? Or publish <laughs> in the Star newspaper under Brad's column. Uh. Like, you know, that kind of, we are so inexperienced that we kind of don't know what to expect. Right. But that simple string of words basically put this idea in my brain. Like, hey, can publish there? Publish there? Can write books there? Whoa, allow it. Right. So, and that's it. It's, it's just how I started to pursue that the idea of writing book is not something that is too big for me. Wow. If my teacher saw it in this poetry book stealing affair mm, teacher stole my book but yeah <laughs> so I remember after all that uh, when I finally got published uh, yeah I wrote a book right last few episodes we talked about mm. it, you know the writer's journey so I kind of wrote a chapter about that the power of the words of your teacher everyday words lah you know they, I don't think she was thinking much about it lah yeah know? yeah that really leave an impact in our life. Yeah. So I, after that book got released I contacted her or tried to find like hey people <laughs> I wrote something about this you know, teacher, can you help me? And I got thing. I found it and I gave it to her. I remember she said, oh, you really got published. And I said, yeah, because you said can get published. So I, I kind of hang on to that wow. one. Wow. Yeah. It's just that one word. So teachers, you may not realize it, but the words that you say carry a lot of weight in your students. So be yeah. encouraged. And we just want to say, you know, on behalf of everybody, who's been to school or well even if you haven't had the chance to be in an official formal school but we've all had teachers in our lives yes. so we want to say thank you teacher terima kasih cikgu okay kelas bersurai sehingga episode yang seterusnya you're listening to podcast songs and stories enjoyed this podcast feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform you can also follow us on twitter at stories malaysia or check out our videos on our facebook page songsandstories.com.my see you there